0: If you fail to plan, you plan to fail. Everyone, Matt Smith here. Matt Smith Real Estate Group, All or Nothing in Real Estate. I was going through some old content and found some great trainings that I'd done in the past that I wanted to share with you. So stay tuned. There's going to be some great content, and it will reference some other things because we did do it in the past. But it's such great content, I wanted to share it with you all to make sure you had it. So stay tuned and enjoy the episode, guys. Before we get going, you guys want to maybe just do a quick intro about yourselves and let everyone know who you are, and um, and then we'll dive in.
1: Sure. Leah
2: Yeah, okay. So uh, my name is Leah King and I'm in the Tampa Bay area. Um, My team and I service Hillsborough, Pinellas um, County, and also parts of Pasco County, which covers Tampa, uh, Clearwater, St. Pete. I have a team of six agents and myself, um, and I have had my brokerage for a year now.
1: Awesome. (laughs) Yeah.
3: <laughs> gina mcwilliams um, we're in the tampa bay area as well todd and i work as spouses selling tampa bay and we just joined exp in january and so excited um i think i've learned more and since then since i did my whole 28 years of real estate so
0: that's awesome that's awesome yeah. thanks for sharing todd. Right.
4: so todd mcwilliams i part of spouses selling tampa bay with uh, my wife gina who's got 28 years of experience and i've been a real estate agent, 28 years by default, um, in the background of her business. And I've had my license for just a little over a year in the St. Pete
0: area. Awesome. Awesome. Well, guys, thank you so much for taking time to uh, be here. I guess I should introduce myself too. huh? Um, so for those of you who don't know me, uh, my name is Matt Smith. I run Matt Smith Real Estate Group. We are uh, the number one team in the state of Missouri. We were ranked number eight uh, by Real Trends as number eight team in the nation. And I uh, got a team of 40-ish agents right now and growing every single day uh cover three locations most of Missouri and excited to be here with you guys today excited to have these rock stars on to share their knowledge uh, one of the things that uh, we all came together collectively and wanted to do this just as a way to give back and one of the things that was constant in our discussions is we wanted to provide value. Um, Gina hit on it a little bit in her intro. She's learned so much since being a part of this network, being a part of around the right people in the right company. And we want to just share that with other people. All that knowledge, she's been in the business for 20, 28 years. Yeah. And you've learned that much after being in the business that long because of the people you surround yourself with, uh, because of the company you're aligned with. And that's just, we just want to share, but we just want to give back. And so this is our way of platform to do that, um, to provide value, to continue to give back to the industry that I know has given a lot to me and my family, and I know it has to you guys as well. And um, one of the holes that I have seen in the business is actual teaching from people that are doing. There's a lot of teachers that are teaching something they write in a book or something that should work. Uh, What we want to do differently is teach you things that actually work, things that we are actually doing. It's proven, not theory. Um, so that we can help people during this tough time that we are, see ourselves in in real estate and beyond. Um, so one of the things that I want to keep this uh, forum is I want it to be open. And so if you're if you're an attendee, you have a question, please ask. Ask in the chat. We we love to answer your questions. We want to to be as interactive as possible. At the end of the day, we're doing this for you guys. And so whatever you find valuable, whatever questions you may have, a topic you would love us to discuss, we absolutely want to hear that information. So please don't be shy. We're here to help. You guys have anything you would like to add on kind of the overall picture of what we talked about? I know we've been talking about doing this for a
2: long time. Yes, Um, that's exactly, you know, our vision, I think, from the start is we have a lot of Matt. I mean, that's how you and I met, right, is you posted something about helping agents and come to me if you need advice. And that's one of the things I think whenever you first get in the business and you know, you're in the business for about a year or two. That's why we have so many people fall out of the business. And, and our discussion was we want to help those agents before they fall out of the business. Like give give us a shot to help give back to you before you just completely fall out of the business, um, you know. And I, I feel like another thing that we talked about is what I put in my post anyways, is people at the top are unreachable, they're unapproachable. um, And you just sometimes don't know how to get to those people that have done the things that you want to do. And so that's what we really wanted to open the door for.
0: 100%. And what I love is that we have the collective genius of us, right? And so we have um, me in a small town market that has done pretty amazing things. We have you guys in bigger markets, we have different team sizes, we have a husband and wife team, someone's been in business 28 years. Someone that's been in the business a year. We have yeah. someone that has a small team, someone that has a large team. Whatever area it is that you are in your business between us and between the other people that we're in alignment with that we will have as guests on this show on this, because we're going to do this recurring for you guys. Um, I promise you there is someone that we know. If you have a problem, we can help you solve it with actual proven processes, not theory. Um, and that's that's what excites me is that it's it's truly done by operators, by people that are actually doing the thing, not talking about the thing. I think that um, one of the things that's a pet peeve for me is that the Instagram entrepreneur, right? They go and rent, they go and rent a car for a day and take pictures and they start selling a course about how to sell courses <laughs> instead of actually running a business and teaching people how to run a business. And so what we're going to break down today is different things that we have found as su- to build success in our careers and how hopefully you can implement that in your business, in your career um, in your journey. And so without further ado, Todd, you want to kick us off?
4: Yeah, so I'm going to go first because I've got someplace I've got to be. But I want to talk to you guys today about um, the importance of scheduling and running your business through a schedule, whether that be um, through a hard copy planner like I like I use um, (laughs) religiously Um, in uh, in a former work life. I kept all my schedule in my head because it really wasn't that complicated. Um, And I was able to do that as I get older. My memory kind of fades. Um, but through the, through the past years, we were introduced to network marketing and um, they had a system called the David Bird Achievement Planner, which I still use and love the format of it. Um, this is like from today. There's like my, my different things to do list, my contacts, things like that. And um, so I use that. I want to talk about the importance of scheduling, you know, and scheduling can help you. It helps you plan your day. And I always I always think it's important to plan your day. The night before, plan your day before the day begins. A couple of days ago uh, or a couple nights ago, I kept thinking things that popping up in my head that I needed to accomplish or, or put on my to-do list the next day. And I didn't get up and put them in my calendar. I really didn't sleep very well because of that. So when I plan my day ahead, I sleep better and everything functions so much better. Helps you to um, be more efficient with your time. Helps you set realistic goals, uh, makes you more aware of how much time certain things take. So you can plan more accordingly, Um, helps you stay focused, uh, which means you're more likely to avoid interruptions and distractions, Um, helps you establish a work-life balance, being more efficient with your daily tasks or to-do lists, helps you create more time for your personal life or self-care. So I thought it'd be kind of fun. I came up um, with my top 10 reasons uh, to um, keep a schedule. Um, There's way more reasons than this. This is just kind of like my top 10 to have fun with. Uh, number one, it helps you establish a routine, um, create structure and discipline. If you're like me or you come from a disciplined background, um, this is very important. Helps you keep focused on, and going forward. Um, it preserves your most valuable. Number two, it preserves your most valuable resource, which is your time. You know, we're only given so many, so much time in a day. We only have 24 hours, and you have to use that wisely. So it helps preserve that. Number three, uh, it helps you feel accomplished. If anybody out there is like me and you have a to-do list. And you cross off, you know, all 10 or 15 or 20 of your to-do list items on that day. You know, you feel pretty good about your day. Hopefully they're um, part of your high high payoff activities and you're accomplishing the right things. Um, number four, it helps you be on time. Um, how many people uh, out there um, show up at an appointment because you're um, um, adamant about being on time, but the person you're meeting is late? And that, that drives you That's One of my biggest pet peeves, Matt. You mentioned pet peeves a little while ago. Um, one, of, one of my big pet peeves is not putting up your grocery cart at the grocery store, but that's a, that's a whole talk for a whole different zoom. So I'll, I'll not talk about that one. Um, number five, we talked, I talked about it a minute. Ago, it helps you minimize distractions, you know, which are all around us. We all have squirrels running through our head and um, taking our focus away. You know, if you work from home, you gotta do the laundry, you gotta take care of the dog there's all kinds of distractions. But if you're following a planner, and following your schedule, it helps you stay focused on that. Um, Number six, it helps you see the big picture um, and keep the big picture in sight and encourage you um, to prioritize your tasks. Um, Number seven, it builds momentum. If you ever had a task uh, that you kept putting off because you didn't want to do, and then you put it on your no excuses schedule, your no excuses list, you know, I'm going to get this done, this is going to happen. And then when you do, you feel pretty good about yourself because you got it done. This kind of goes back to helping you feel accomplished. Um, Number eight, I encourage you to finish what you started. You know, anybody um, teach your kids, you know, if you start something, you're going to finish it. You're not quitting. You got to keep going until you finish it. We always taught our kids that. Um, Number nine, uh, keeps everyone in the loop. So not very good with technology, but because we have an assistant now, I have my electronic calendar, so everybody knows what's going on. and We all know where we are and what we can can and can't schedule for that day. So That's um, a huge step
0: up for you, my friend.
4: Oh, dude, you have no idea.
0: He you loves it. He loves it's
4: it. a big stretch. He's talking about being out of my comfort zone. I'm out of my comfort zone with that. But I'm getting better at it. So it keeps everybody loop if you're on a team. Um, number 10, it allows you to spend time where it really matters. And hopefully that's in your high payoff activities. Um, or on your personal time, you know, you're scheduling your, um, your prospecting or you block out or you're time blocking for that parent teacher conference because that's important for your kids, whatever that is. Um, I've got, got a bonus one for you. I got number 11, but my top 10 sounded way better. So I'm just going to call this a bonus. Um, <laughs> you know, it allows you to build and protect your boundaries. If you're time blocking and you have that in your schedule and someone wants you to go somewhere else or do something else, it allows you to say no you already have that time blocked out. So that's my top 10 with your bonus uh, for the reasons to uh, keep a schedule and keep that in front of you. Um Any of you guys have anything else, anything to add to that?
0: I do. I always have something to say. Um, do you ladies have anything?
2: <laughs> you can go first.
0: <laughs> so Todd, that's great stuff, man. Um And it's it's there's so much gold in what you said. And I think um, there's a couple of thoughts that I wrote down is You talked about planning the night ahead. I think there's a quote that comes to mind. If you fail to plan, you plan to fail. How many real estate agents truly have a plan of what their day should look like, what their week should look like, what their month should look like, and have it planned out and then actually stick to it and follow it? Right? I think that if you find the real estate agents that actually do that, you will find the successful ones versus the ones that work on accident. Um, another thing that I think this will help with is that we have so many distractions as a real estate agent. There's so many moving targets. There's so many things that get thrown at us where we have to play defense. And so part of what I schedule is I call it white uh, white space. And that is my firefighter time. But it's scheduled firefighter time on my um, in my calendar so that I can actually go through and plan for those fires that are going to come. And if they don't, Now I have creative thinking time, I have growth mode, I have vision building, I have whatever it is that I, but it's my time that I can control. And so like, I think a lot of agents work, they work on accident, not on purpose, and they become firefighters instead of real estate agents. And if you realize that the fire is not going to get bigger while you are focusing on something else that's urgent and important. I love what you said too, is that you're um, working on your higher producing activities, right? Your higher dollar productive activities. That's so crucial. Agents will find the things to do that are the busy work versus the productive work. There's a big, big difference between busy and productive. So I, I absolutely love that. Um, you hit on time versus money. That's a speech that I give a lot. Is a lot of real estate just get in the business for money. But which is more valuable, money or time? They're not making any more time. Here's an, here's an example. And it's kind of a, a morbid example, but it get, really gets people to think. For those that think that money is more important than time, awesome. Money's great. Money's not bad. I want more money. I want everyone to have more money. You can do more things. You can help more people. You have more experiences with more money. I think money is fantastic, but time is way more valuable than money. And here's why. Todd, if I were to give you a million dollars today, if you were to wake up tomorrow and say, I give you I give a million dollars today, nothing could ruin your day. Make it 10 million. You'd have the best day on the earth. Nothing could ruin your day. You get $10 million for doing nothing, right? You just showed up to the Zoom and you win $10 million. But there's an exception. The only way you can accept that is if you don't wake up tomorrow. You're telling me tomorrow is worth more than $10 million to you. So tell me again how money is worth more than time. But we don't budget our time, our most valuable asset, like we do our money. And so I absolutely love that. Thank you for sharing those tips. Super Dad, well. You have a
3: question. You have a question. Um, someone wants to know what's number seven before you leave. Number seven was um,
4: building momentum. and. Um, keeps you on task. Like if you ever put, if you ever have a task you're putting off because you don't want to do it, you find put it on your no excuses list and get it done. It builds momentum and helps you feel accomplished.
1: Love that. Uh, would you
0: be willing to share those that top 10 and we can send that out with the replay for those that attended. Yeah,
4: absolutely. As soon as I figure out how to do that, you bet. Dina <laughs> will help
1: you. i get his time
4: out. so she can do that. So so add one more quick thing because then I have to go because I've got a closing to go to. So when you keep your schedule it's also important to know time zones in your schedule. Um, it helps you stay focused and on track because if you're not on the right time zone, you may miss a meeting like we almost missed today. So I gotta go to a closing. Thanks for sharing, guys. I'll talk to you later.
2: Good luck. Thanks, God. Appreciate day. it. Okay. Um, I was just gonna add one thing too. I have an agent on my team and I don't see his name on here, but I see Jay's name on here. So he may be tuning in with her, but I saw his business drastically change when he started scheduling everything on his calendar. So much so that after he started scheduling everything on his calendar and I noticed that he was staying on track and doubling his business. We had a meeting um, about putting everything on your calendar because it was so it was the change for him was so dramatic that everybody needed to be doing it. So 100%, everything goes on your calendar and the things that are on your calendar are like a doctor's appointment. I mean, I even have on my calendar when I get up in the morning and start getting ready and take my kids to school and, and all of that. So yeah, that's I think a, it needs such to a
0: common food. trait among high performers, right? Gina's oh, over shaking her head too. And she's going to yeah. share some, but everyone <laughs> that is a high performer that I know lives that way. Yep. I love 100%. it. Ahead, Gina, sorry.
3: No, that's okay. Yeah, it's just that. And, um, and don't get rid of your distractions, like either turn your cell phone off, or, you know, turn the TV off or get away from the kids or the dog or whatever that's going to be that's going to be your distraction, shut your door. But yeah, definitely.
2: Yeah, and, and one of my agents commented on here too. I just saw it pop up. They do a seven a.m. meeting every single day to kind of go over what they have going on that day, which holds them accountable for putting those meetings on their calendar. So, um, also who are, who you surround yourself with matters in that respect too. So, love it.
0: Yeah, and some people may say, well, it's extreme, right? You don't need everything on your calendar. I remember a conversation with my lovely wife one day. She said, "Hey, um, we need to go to." It was something after school for our kids. And I said, oh, can you put that on my calendar? She stopped and looked at me and gave me the look. And she's like, you mean you have to put your kid's stuff on the calendar? Yes, we sure Absolutely.
1: do. If you
0: wanted to make sure it happens and I don't get busy working and forget about it, it has to be on my calendar. And yeah. now it just everything goes on there without fail. Um, and I think important thing, too, and I see some of my agents on here, too. you were talking about your agents. So I'm going to call some of my agents out. Um, I see you. Um Because you have prospecting on your calendar, because you have follow up on your calendar, doesn't do the prospecting or follow up for you. It's no good if you don't follow it. So you have to have that consistency and that discipline to actually follow what's on your calendar for it to work. But absolutely needs to be on there.
2: And I love when Todd said that um, for, you know, he's a very disciplined person, I think by if you can just get this one thing down. The schedules and putting everything on your calendar. It If you're not a disciplined person, it will help you become a disciplined person.
0: It will force that habit. Yep. Discipline, nobody's born disciplined. It's a, it's an acquired skill. It's an acquired trait. It takes consistent effort over time to become disciplined, right? Like by definition. And so if you're not disciplined, that's okay. Change. Start today, right? Keep those commitments to yourself. Um you said calendar consistency. Um it just reminded me of something I just want to share really quickly. One of my good friends, Brian Danny, um, I don't know if anyone on the call knows him, but he's a real estate agent on a team. He sold 100 million dollars in a year as an agent on a team. 100 million. The guy's a very high performer, right? I've had him zoom into the team, I've met him at multiple events, and every time I ask him or someone asks him, I hear him, "What is your key to success? What is the number one thing that you recommend?" Every single time, without hesitation, it's calendar consistency. I've had the same boring morning routine for ten years. The afternoons, I adjust and change, but every single morning at the exact same time, I'm doing the exact same thing. Right? And I, there's a saying from the rooms that I hang in: "Success leaves clues." You want to you want to be a hundred million dollar producer? You may want to listen to what he says and follow follow what he does because it really really works.
3: Yep, <clears throat> love it. Awesome.
0: All right, Gina, you got some stuff for us?
3: I do. I do. So right now I'm reading uh, The Power of One by Ed Milet. So highly, highly, highly recommend it. So how many of us set goals every January 1st of each year? Or, or they your, you set your New Year's resolutions, people call them. Goals, New Year's resolutions, really doesn't matter. But how many of you stick to it? How many of you are still doing that on January 31st? Not many. <laughs> February 28th, how many are still doing it? Even the the pool gets even smaller and smaller. So most people set them, um, but they fail because they don't have the standards set to achieve those goals. So you need to know your who, your what, your why you want to achieve that goal. And then you need to have the standards, the small little pieces to get you to that goal. So um, you also need to feel, I think, and this is is kind of... um, I've had a hard time with but you need to feel that you're worthy to achieve those goals so if you want to if you want to earn a million dollars do you feel worthy you're going to earn a million dollars or do you feel like that's just not something or do you self-sabotage yourself do you have that little devil sitting on one shoulder and the angel sitting on the other shoulder having those battles between you so you need to build ways that you can increase your faith um, in yourself and ways to increase that when you look in the mirror that you feel positive about yourself you have that positive uh, identity so as you believe so do you will achieve so just getting those that self worth into you um when you're setting your goals are you just sitting in a chair slumped over or are you at your top peak body state um you know go out and walk around do a workout get your body moving get your endorphins going and that's the best time to set those goals um to that when you cuz that's when you're in your creative state so the difference between um setting a goal and then and standards is that your goals are just thoughts and the standards are the actions that you are to get to your goals. So if you don't have those standards in place, um your goals are really useless. Um I know um I've set New Year's resolutions for years, and you know, I'm gonna lose 20 pounds. Well, that's all great if you're gonna make your changes to get to that state. You have to. Have the little steps um, in place, not just, I'm going to go out and run three miles tomorrow and then you fall over dead. You know, that would be me, fall over dead, running three miles. (laughs) I am doing the 75 hard, Matt, so I am getting there. Um, So set your standards and don't let the people around you reduce those for you. I mean, that's another thing as far as you need to block out the eternal factors, block out the influences that you have on there. Get away from those negative people in your life. so how do you activate yourself to, to those higher standards? You need to know what you need to do to get there. Um, do you need to make 10 more calls a day to, to, to reach your goals? Do you need to send out more handwritten notes? Do you need to, to practice role-playing 30 more minutes a day? What's it going to take? Because I think everybody on here mostly is a real estate agent. So what's it going to take for you to get to your goals each year to sell 40 houses, to earn $100,000. I mean, what's it gonna take for you to get there? What are those little things that you need to do? What's the one more thing that's gonna get you to that that goal? Um, So in the book, um, Ed talks about the nine steps to get to set those higher standards. So the number one is understanding your why. Um, I've had a hard time with this one too, is just figuring out your why. Um, It seems that, you know, real estate's been really good to us and we've always had what we needed, but to get you where you want to be, to do the things that you want to do that are emotional to you, you've got to really break that down and be specific on what those are. So having the, um, just the stronger emotions to figure out what that why is. I know a lot of people say your why needs to make you cry, but I don't think that's true. I don't think your why needs to make you cry, but you need to be passionate about it. If you want to give $100,000 to a charity or something, why do you want to give that $100,000, you know, do you want to just give it because it'll make you look good? Or do you want to give it because it's something that maybe killed one of your friends that, you know, it's a disease that you want to help to find a cure for, you know, that's something that's more passionate to you than just, well, but let's hope that something is more passionate to you than just wanting to give it for namesake, you know. Um, number two is break down into intentional and specific steps. So something you can achieve daily or weekly, don't make that, like I said, that big leap to run three miles. If that's, that's a big mileage for you. Some of you run marathons, I'm sure, but you know, walk a mile today or, and walk a mile all week long. And if you can do that, then move it up to a mile and a half the next week or two miles the next week. If that's what you're working on is to lose weight, you know, just break that down into baby steps so that you can achieve that. Um, and number three is be honest with yourself. Don't set unrealistic things like running that three miles. Don't set that, don't um, say you're gonna earn a million dollars and, and don't get out and do the activities that it's gonna take to get there. So don't set those unrealistic goals. Um, get help. This is one of the things, get helps in the areas that you are weak in. So like I said earlier, you know, since we have joined EXP, not that I didn't know a lot about real estate before that, but it's getting around the right people and how to run your business the right way, how to set the your processes and, and your um systems up. You know, we didn't have any of that. I was just like flying from, you know, this is what I need to do, this is what I need to be, this is what I need to do, but I didn't have it set up into systems and processes. And I I got around the right people that's gonna help me do that. So just getting around that, having an accountability partner listening to podcasts like this, you know, or, or other podcasts that are going to help you to, um, make yourself better and get away from those people that are negative, get away from those Debbie Downers in life. Um, you know, it, that's going to be hard. There may be some of your best friends, but they're not supporting you. They're not lifting you up. So you need to get around people that are going to lift you up and, and be happy for you when you succeed. Um. This is not Todd's favorite, but number five is use technology to help you maintain those standards. Um, you know, create a video of yourself repeating your standards and and do this when you're you're like I said, your your energy, your endorphins are up. So going through and just reading those off so that you know exactly what your standards are to reach those goals and then listen to that daily to train your brain to think those positive thoughts, not to let that negative part of your the little devil on your shoulder be talking talking to you. Um, and I'm not one that likes to listen to myself speak. I'm not one that likes to listen to myself on a recording especially, um, but you got to get out of your way and do it. Um, number six is give dedicated time to hone your skills. So blocking off that schedule, like Todd said, and um I won't go into more details now. I think we've covered a lot of that. Number seven is forget perfection. And that's another one that's really hard for me. I'm always, you know, it takes me or it used to, I've gotten past it, but it used to what I was today with doing a Canva ad. I would sit there and I would move things around and it had to be exactly perfect and it had to be all symmetrical and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, get past yourself because that's taking up time or hire somebody to do that which is what I've done now, (laughs) but uh, forget the perfection realize not everybody's perfect. You're going to mess up. You may fail, but you know what? Tomorrow's a new day. Start over and keep moving forward. Um, Number eight, don't overthink it. I think that's kind of a lot of the same things is um, stop being your own worst enemy, you know, get out of your own way and, and stop overthinking, just do it. Uh, And number nine, set standards that pleased yourself, not others. I know a lot of the times we look at either our friends or our family um, that are just negative. And why would you want to do that? And you can't do that. And just, just, you got to set yourself up so that you're pleased with yourself. You're happy with your journey and you're not competing with others. You're not comparing yourself with others. Um, You're the one that has to live your life. So What's going to make you happy and what's going to make you succeed in those standards. Um, the good thing is that those standards are not set in stone. If you find that um, you review them regularly and feel that things are getting easier, raise your standards. Um, or if you feel maybe you've set them too high, lower them a little bit, but always keep moving forward. Um, and you're gonna have those people that in your life that are jealous of your success. And if they can't be happy for you, like I said earlier, evaluate what who they are you know what they're doing to you and you may have to just distance yourself or pull back in a nice way because <laughs> you don't want to burn bridges especially with family but anyway that's that's what it's that. that.
1: great stuff
3: great yeah,
2: stuff
1: yeah. leah yeah. you have any thoughts
2: yeah. Well, I was going to say, I always tell my agents done is better than perfect. So I love that you brought that one up because I think when you do the work, you perfect the work. Um, and so I love that. That's one of our favorite sayings is done is better than perfect. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. Um, that goes into, uh, there's a lot that I wanted to break down there, but on the done is better than perfect. I totally agree. Um, I was actually having a call with one of my good friends, a coach and a mentor of mine, um, Coach Bill Pipes. And I um, We were on a call and he's like, dude, I figured it out. I'm like, what are you talking about? You guys know know Coach Pipes. He's very animated, right? He's like, I I figured it out. And he's like going crazy. I'm like, okay, awesome. What did you figure out? He's like, I figured out what your superpower is. I'm like, okay, tell me, what is it? He's like, it's your speed to implementation. You like literally, because there's like three calls in a row and he went back and he said like every time after a call, he said most people like the next week, they haven't even started. He said within an hour, you get it done we're always adjusting throughout the week, but it's, it's done. Right. And so I think that there's a lot, there's a superpower into actually getting things accomplished. Too many people try to get it perfect. Too many people wait. Well, I'm not going to do it until the time is right until things are perfect. Um, But have a saying that I say, and um, another one of my coaches, John Cheplak has told me this a couple of times that he said, Matt, your mentality is ready, fire, and then aim. I'm just going somewhere. I'll figure out where I'm going once I get there and I can move and navigate through it. But I know action wins and too many people get paralyzed by trying to be perfect or overanalyzing. The paralysis is in the analysis. Right. Don't get me wrong. There's times you need to think through things. But a lot of times, like Leah said, is that the more that you do, the more you learn and you will improve the process drastically just by doing Um, the real training doesn't happen in the classroom. The real training happens on the field. And you have to get in the field, put yourself in the game. And that's where you can really, really learn. Um, You said a couple of things and and we talked, Todd and I talked about pet peeves earlier. I got another one um, (laughs) that you brought up. It's new year, new me. Yeah. So um, earmuffs for if there's kids on, but new year, new me is bullshit. It does not work. If you need a new year to be a new you, like you already lost. Like, I'm going to start this workout routine. I'm going to start on Monday. I'll eat healthy tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I'll start making my calls next week. Guys, that procrastination kills progress. You have to take action now. There's a reason New Year's resolutions don't work. is because people aren't committed. I'm going to talk about that a little bit later about commitment and the power of it. But there's so much good stuff
1: in there. Gina, thank you so much for sharing that. That's really good. Thanks. Anyone have any questions for Gina? We got a comment here. Imperfect action is better than no action at all. 100%. Yeah.
0: Imperfect action is better than perfect inaction. Right? You can have the perfect process, but if you don't implement it, it doesn't matter. Cool. Love. <clears throat> um, all right, Leah, would you like yeah. to share some stuff with us?
2: Sure. So, I feel like I touch on relationships a lot, but just starting um this out with you guys i mean it all was built on a relationship that we that we built together right matt you and i had a relationship before and that's led me into a lot of the growth that i've had recently in my career over the last year and then um one of the things that i wrote down that gina said she didn't say it exactly like this but proximity matters so Mm -hmm. i've been very careful in my entire career and i've been in real estate for eight years now of who I've surrounded myself with, and the rooms that I have put myself in. That's not to say that when I started out, uh, another thing that I'd like to point out is I didn't wait for things to come to me. I didn't wait for answers to be given to me. I didn't wait to figure things out when somebody told me. I went out there and dug for information. I went out there and, and, you know, looked for the answers. I did the education on my own. And that's one thing that I would like to point out for a lot of agents that are struggling in their business or they're at one level and they want to get to the next level. Like we have so many resources at our fingertips now. you know, YouTube. There's rooms on on Facebook. Not all, not everybody can get to an event. You know, three, four, five, six times a year. Those events are amazing. But there's a lot of resources now that are online, and I would just encourage a lot of people to reach out to people. There are people that that want to help you in your business. But relationships are so important. I've now done real estate in two different states now. Um, I have other uh, friends that do real estate in other states. And that's the one thing that I say all the time. Relationships are so important to build on. Um, I wouldn't be where I'm at in Tampa starting all over again in real estate if it wasn't for a brokerage that I worked with and built a relationship with a lending partner. Um, and you know that has helped me to get to where, where I am today as well. Um, but I feel like a lot of agents wait for answers. I feel like a lot of agents wait for things to come to them. And the one thing I just would encourage you to do is right now, ASAP, start building those relationships, start getting into the rooms that are on Facebook, that are on YouTube and start connecting with people at different levels or at the same level and start building those relationships together. And I promise you one relationship will lead to another level in your business that you never thought that you could, that you would be at and you're doing it on your own. You're getting that education while you're doing it as well, because the more you dig, it's like a rabbit hole. Just keep going down different tunnels and it it keeps building on your education that you will use in your career.
1: Great stuff. Leo, if someone was
0: watching this and said, um, hey, I want to I want to start building relationships. I love that idea. Like, where would you recommend they start? Like, where's a good place to start building those?
2: So I have I have one example. I was digging down a rabbit hole on Facebook one day and came across your video, one of I think the very first videos that you might have ever done. And you were coming from a place of contribution, wanting to help other people, which allowed me to feel open enough to connect with you through Facebook. I don't know you, you're in Missouri. I mean, I, I've never even been to Missouri. Um, and because we started that relationship together, I now own my own brokerage, which you pushed me to open up when I was going through one of the darkest situations of my life. I was going through a divorce. I was becoming a single mom. You know, I mean, financially that was very scary, but you were like, well, what do you have to lose? I mean, if you, if it falls apart, then you just join another brokerage and, you know, start over again. I mean, but but that's, that's the power of that one relationship that I built. And it's been great. You know, I've loved my agents that I work with. I've um, you know, it's, it's opened more doors for me through other relationships that I've met through you. So just that one relationship alone has propelled me into a whole different part of my career that I ever thought I would tap into, you know, at this, at this point.
0: Well, I love that. And I love I love that uh that the levels that I've seen you grow and, and level up. It's just the power of proximity, right? Being around the right people. And um the contributor that you are has certainly helped um in all of those rooms and all those um areas to to help give back to that. So um it it goes ditto. It it doesn't happen, is it wasn't because of me, it's because of the work that you did and the contribution that you gave. So yeah,
2: but that, that that was that one relationship. <laughs> yep.
0: Yeah, no, it's good stuff.
1: Awesome.
2: Yeah.
1: Gina, do you have anything to add to that?
3: Well, I mean, getting to events and things like we went in Cabo and stuff. I mean, that's built the relationship. So now that we have Leah here that's close by that we built that relationship with and then you have other agents. I know I had a referral here recently that um, one of the ladies we met in Cabo that lives in California, I was able to reach out to her to get a referral partner to, to send that to. So I think it's just building those relationships so that you have like-minded people that you can feel comfortable in referring your businesses to as well. Um, also, Matt and I knew each other because I was in real estate in Missouri where we have hills <laughs> or mountains, mountains as Leah, said. Uh,
0: Leah Leah's <laughs>
1: mountains.
3: <laughs> but, um,
2: hey, I got it, my Zoom camera to work today though. Oh no, I, no it was the mute. I, I was able to figure out the mute today. That's what it was. <laughs>
3: But Matt and I knew each other in Missouri because we sold in the same market there. But, um, you know, I just ran across one of his podcasts, kind of like Leah did that one day and just um, started following him and started getting following some of the other people that he had had on there. Um, and that's what led me to EXP and 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 finding the right, I think, line, I feel through there um, that provides that support. I mean, because you can be in any brokerage and if you don't have the right team that's, that's above you or, or working beside you. Um, you just don't have, I mean, it's just not the same. Yeah. It's always
0: hundred percent. There's so much power in relationships, so much. So it's one of our core values here in our company. And yeah. I think what I love about, like, here's a perfect example, what we are doing right now. If you're on this zoom and you want to build those relationships, reach out to us. That's exactly how Leah and Gina and I are in business together. And on this on this webinar to give back to you guys is because we built those relationships. And that's why we are doing this, to extend that hand, to grow, to help more people, and to be in business with like-minded people that want to grow, that want to develop, that want to, honestly, it sounds cliche, but change the world. The world needs some changing right now. It needs people that aren't afraid to win, that aren't afraid to put in the work, that aren't afraid to actually do what it takes to win in today's world. And that's, that's being around the right people absolutely helps you get closer to that.
2: Alyssa, um, I saw your comment where you said, did you do any exercises to raise that self-worth mentality to knowing that you're, that you were worth achieving those goals that you set? I will tell you that I am the best at practicing humility. I'm not afraid to say that I don't know anything, <laughs> um, but I'm also not afraid to ask questions to um, other people that I feel like would know the answer. Matt gets it from me all the time. Um, so I just I think that if you come from a place of I, I don't know, but I want to know and I'm, I'm going to do what I need to do to get to that point to where I do know the answer, then that's also where people will want to help you if people are helping you and and they know that you're not going to do the work, but you're going to keep asking questions, keep asking questions. They don't want to, you know, they're they're going to move away from you because they feel like you're wasting time.
0: People want to help people who want to help themselves.
2: (laughs) Exactly. So
0: you have to want to help yourselves. Too many people in this world talk about changing the world. Too many people in this world want a hand out instead of a hand up. Yeah, what what really what really we can offer is a hand up. Like your guys' success through our partnership has nothing to do with me and everything to do with the work that you have done. I've reached down and said, here's my hand, I'll help you. And you guys have done the work. You're not expecting me to do it for you. And that's why we're having the success that we're having. And we're just getting started. And it's because we all have that mentality. Mm-hmm. And so absolutely ask questions, but just realize, um, Leah, you said that um, don't wait on someone to tell you what to do. You went out and found it, right? And so you have to pursue it. Be in pursuit of those answers. Be willing to put in the work behind those answers. Don't just be a taker. You have to be a contributor, right? The more you contribute, the more you give, the more you get. And so um, I think that 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 goes in unison. That's kind of a, a gray area. Yes, you want to ask questions, but you also have to be willing to do the work around those questions. Sure. I love it. Cool. All right. I'm going to dive in. I'm going to talk. Um, It's crazy. We didn't really do much planning on what we were going to talk about today um, in unison, but all these messages go very, very parallel. It's crazy how our brainwaves work. And so I'm going to give a little speech on commitment. So we talked about managing your schedule. We talked about the power of one more building goals and standards and commitments. We talked about the power of relationships. None of those matter if you're not a committed individual. You have to be committed. And so I'm going to give a little speech. I'm going to read it. Uh, this is a speech that I wrote. I gave to some people on my team a little mastermind that we're doing. And it really, really stood out to me. And so I'm going to read it to you guys and then open it up uh, for questions and comments. So today I want to talk to you about something that often goes misunderstood, goes misunderstood, overlooked, and underestimated in our world: commitment. The notion of commitment, the very essence of what separates the doers from the talkers, the achievers from the dreamers and the extraordinary from the ordinary. You see, average people often fail to grasp the true meaning and cost of commitment. They may take pride in the few weeks they've spent exercising, developing focus, and practicing self-discipline. But let me tell you, that is just the tip of the iceberg. True commitment is so much more than that. True commitment is a relentless, wholehearted investment of every ounce of your being. It is the unwavering dedication to a single process, a sustained effort that spans not just weeks, but months, years, and even lifetimes. It is the bold decision to say a resounding yes to your dreams and aspirations, leaving no room for maybes, hesitation, or half-hearted attempts. I had to put the PG version in there. It was really half-assed, but... (laughs) It It is this understanding of commitment that separates those who merely talk the talk from those who walk the walk. It is the key to unlocking your true potential, to achieving greatness and leaving your mark on the world. So I invite you all to explore this powerful force with me today as we dive into the depths of what it truly means to commit and how this can be the transform- transformative catalyst in your own journey towards success. So that's a speech I spent a lot of time. Um, I don't speak like that um i'm I'm talk I talk pretty uh, Missourian, um, and so I put a lot of time and energy and effort into that. And the reason I wanted to read it word for word is because there's so much power in that. There's so much power and commitment. There's a lot of people I talked about changing the world earlier. How many people do we know that just go through and they live on accident? They let the world, they let life, they let business, they let relationships, they let time, they let money happen to them. They have no intent. They have no commitments. And it just is what it is. It doesn't have to be. If you are committed to what you want to accomplish, you know why you want to accomplish. You can accomplish anything in this world. I'm living proof. My success journey has just started. But it was about
1: nine years ago. I was three months behind on my electric bill. Had an infant baby at home. Had nothing but one package of diapers and a little bit of formula completely broke. But I
0: was committed. I was willing to put in the work. I was willing to learn. I was willing to manage my schedule. Everything you heard today. Without commitment, I'm not where I'm at today. Commitment is the key to unlocking your true potential. Every single one of you on this call, if you showed up, I know you have massive potential because you are willing to learn. You are willing to grow. You're willing to hear someone else's opinion. But you have to be committed to the daily actions that it takes in order to accomplish it. There's a difference in a commitment and a real commitment. Those of you that know me, um, I have a lot of pet peeves, I'm finding out. Um, Another one of of my pet peeves um, that drives me absolutely insane is when somebody says, okay, yeah, I'll try that. You have to eliminate the word try from your vocabulary. You either do it or you don't. I've got another brand in real estate that just say it's a platform for me to give back. I got a podcast and different things in addition to this, and it's called All or Nothing in Real Estate. That's just my mentality. If I'm going to do it, I'm giving it my all. I'm not going to half-ass it. I'm not going to dip my toe in the water. I'm not going to quote-unquote try it. If I do it, I give it my all. If I can't give it my all, I don't do it. That's a pretty simple decision for me in my life. I have a very obsessive personality, but it's resulted in so many amazing things for my life. So you have to give it your all. Don't just try things. Here's what happens. When most most people try things, the minute it gets hard, the minute it takes an extra day, the minute it takes a little longer than they expected, they quit and say, well, it's just not meant to be. That's not for me. This real estate thing's not for me. I'm not meant to be healthy. It's easy for you. You must have good genetics. Well, I don't have those relationships that Leah has. So it's just easier for her. I've not been in the business 28 years like Gina. It's just easier for her. Those are your own limiting beliefs and excuses you're telling yourself. But in reality, if you realize the commitments that they do on a daily basis to achieve the success that they achieve, you can have it too. And I promise you, I know these people, they will give you their playbook so that you can build what they've built and then more. That's why we're doing this. But you have to get rid of your excuses and you have to realize it starts with you. Look yourself in the mirror and say, am I really committed to this? Whatever it is that you want, it starts with a commitment, a true commitment. Not a half-assed commitment. Not a, hey, I'll do it on the days I feel good. Every day. Zero options. Nothing's going to get in my way. I'm going to accomplish this, and nothing is going to stop
1: me. Period. You have to have that mentality. I mean, if we look around the world, there's so many people that we see.
0: Everyone, like, I don't even have to ask. I know it because it's everywhere. There's so many people that are just kind of nonchalantly living through life. They are that victim mentality. Well, it wasn't meant for me. Like we all know someone like this. Here's the
1: problem with those people. They repeat that cycle over and over and over. They end up at 50, 60, 70 years old, had a shitty life. Well, the world wasn't meant for me,
0: whatever it may be. Talking about how the world screwed them, talking about how they never had a chance. When in reality, if they would have looked in that mirror, and they would have been committed to what they wanted. They could have had anything that they wanted in this world. Nothing happened to them. Everything happened for them, but they chose not to take advantage of it. It's a massive difference. I think there is, I've done some speeches. um, I did one in Lake Tahoe. I talked about being a victim versus a victor. I've got a new spin on that. You can either have that victim mentality or you can have that warrior mentality. Are you going to be a victim and say everything in life happens to me and I'm not where I want to be because of this person or that person, or I didn't have the best childhood. I didn't have this best thing growing up. We've all, life happens to all of us, guys. We all have a story and I'm not trying to downplay yours. I'm sure it was rough. We all have rough patches. We all have hard times, but what do you do about those hard times? What do you do whenever you get knocked down? Do you get back up? Like go watch Rocky. That's a perfect example for life. It's not easy for anyone, but you have to persevere. You have to
1: overcome and you have to adapt. You have to have that warrior's mentality. Um, Something else that I live by is zero options mentality. Burn the boats. Real estate doesn't work out for me. I have no clue what I'm going to do. No clue. I'm all in. All chips on the table. Those
0: of you that are on my team have heard this speech before, but I'm just telling, let me tell everyone, just here's my playbook. Anytime there's an opportunity, I go for it. Period. When COVID hit and the whole world shut down. What did most real estate agents do? They went in hibernation, they canceled all their lead services. They said, I'm going to cut expenses. I'm going to wait and see what happens. I had every lead provider in the world calling me saying, hey, there's opportunity. You want it? Yep, I'll take it. Yep, I'll take it. Yep, I'll take it. I doubled my lead budget the first three days of COVID. And then I added another 50% the next week. All in. Someone's going to come out on top. I want it to be me and my family. I'm committed to this. This is going to work or it's not. But it's not going to work because I didn't try. It's not going to work because I didn't give it my all. When you have that mindset, there's some power in that. I hope you guys feel I say that with confidence. It will work. It will work. I've proven it to myself that it works. One of my coaches, John Cheplak, has a a crazy complicated phrase. Work works. Work works. So many people forgot what work ethic can do for you in this day and age. And it's so crazy. I did a post on this today. You want to stand out in today's world? You want to stand out in today's environment? Anyone been to a restaurant and got great service recently? Probably not. It's very rare, right? Maybe I just have high expectations. I don't know. But it's very, very rare that you get good service. you get good service for me, you're getting like a 40, 50, $60 tip. Like I, I'm a great tipper, but you got to do your job and you got you to earn that. I will tip way more than you than the
1: whatever you're supposed to if I get great service. But here's what it takes to give great service in the real estate business right now. Number one, answer your phone. A lead calls you, answer the phone. Someone sends you an email, reply back to the email or reply, received, thank you. Someone texts you, respond back. You do those three things, you are already at the top 90%. That's how easy it is to be great
0: at customer service in today's world. You can choose to say, well, I'm going to lower my game to those standards, going back to what Gina was talking about. Or you can take that as an opportunity to level up and go so far above and beyond that no one can touch you. The number one thing that I focus on in my organization every single day is how can we enhance the client experience? How can we make the consumer's experience so above and beyond that they become raving fans of our brand and they tell all of their friends and all of their family about the amazing experience of buying or selling a home? That's our focus every single day. And I think service has left this world so much so that it becomes such a massive opportunity. Literally, I, th- I saw Leah shaking her head. Not you'll be in the ninety, like the top ten percent in real estate if you just answer your phone, you return all phone calls, you return all texts, you re- you respond to all emails. Like we can, that should be expected. That should be the standard. That's the exception right now. So what else can you do above and beyond that? You really want to stand out? That's how you make a difference. Sorry, that was a that was a tangent. Um, <laughs> let me get back. Let me get back to commitment. So. Um, I talked about zero options mentality, and I said this. I said this in my um, in my speech in Lake Tahoe, and I'll tell you a brief story. Um, there's there's a picture, so I can paint the picture. There's a picture of there's two guys sitting on the curb. One of them is dressed up in a business suit, like all neat and tidy. You could tell he's a CEO. The other guy's homeless, and in this picture, the story goes with it. And so, they interview the homeless guy, and they say. Man, you you've got a rough life. You're living on the streets. You don't have any food. You don't know where your next meal is going to come from. That must be difficult. I'm just curious, how did you get here? What
1: in your life caused this to happen? His answer was, "Well, when I grew up, my parents split.
0: My dad left. I didn't have a family. My dad was an alcoholic. I just didn't have a chance. I didn't have a chance. I just was dealt the wrong hand." Later on, they interviewed the other guy that's in the suit and tie. He's a Fortune 500 CEO, multi-multi-millionaire, super, super successful person. They interviewed him and said, man, you have all of these things. You have this house on the beach. You have all these cars. You have your own private jet. You have you have the world like at, at, your, at your doorstep. You have anything that you want. What do you attribute that to? Well, when I grew up, my parents got divorced. My dad left early. And he was an alcoholic. I knew what I didn't want in my life to find out this guy and this guy, they were twin brothers. Life doesn't happen to you. It happens for you. What are you going to make of the situation that you had? We've all had life happen to us, but are you going to allow that to be an excuse? Are you going to allow, are you going to use that as a motivator for you to be committed to living the life that you want? I've had a lot of things in my life that at the time of my life, I'm like, man, this, I've just been dealt a shitty hand. I'm sure you guys all have too, but looking back every single time, those were a huge, tremendous blessing in my life because it allowed me to become the person that I am today, allowed me to know what truly is important in life, allowed me to know what not to do in business, and without any of that, I would not have what I have today, but all of that ties back to, are you actually committed, or are you going to be the victim of what gets thrown at you in life because you'll probably have tough times again tomorrow.
1: That's just life. Dust yourself off and do what you need to get done today and stay committed to it. Commitment always wins. All right. I went way too long. Sorry.
2: (laughs) Um, I wrote down a couple of things. Um, So I recently asked my team, a lot of people say that they need to go out and get another job when they're doing real estate. And I'm thinking to myself, I treated this from day one as my business. Like I never thought about, oh my God, I need to go out there and get another job. I always thought about how do I double down in my business so I make the amount of money that I want to make. Um, and I mean, I just, I feel like you hear that a lot of times though, you have people that are working two jobs and, and, you know, their second job is real estate. Their full-time job is their nine to five that pays them 12, 13, $14 an hour, 30,000 a year, 40,000 a year. But what they don't understand is if they took the time and the risk, because it is a risk to double down in their business and use that time that they're spending on their second job or their first job, whatever. They would make $100,000, dollars $200,000 a year in real estate.
0: Well, um, I, think, I think the hard part with that, sorry to interrupt, but the hard part with that is people don't have that mindset and people don't have that self-discipline. They don't have that commitment level to do what it takes. I think also another fact, I agree 100%, by the way, but another factor you want to cheat code, go join a team like Gina, go join a team like Leah, go join a team like ours that has the proven roadmap that you can actually plug into and start today. Not to say that it's a cheat code for your guaranteed success, but I promise you, we have a process. We have we have systems. We have even people that partner with us. We have some partners that are on the call today like that are partnered with us through eXp. We've given them parts of our playbook to help them build their own business. Lee, I know you and I have shared some systems. Gina, you and I have shared some systems of things to help you grow and develop. And that is a part of being a part of like-minded people in business with the right people. If you want to be successful, you have to be around the right people. So not only do you have to go all in, like you were saying, and not, but you also have to be in partnership with the right people. And I think another thing too is when you come into real estate and you're like, well, what do I do? Well I I don't have any I don't have any showings. So I guess I just take the day off. That's why you have a second job.
2: Yep. Double it's not not
0: because it's not because real estate doesn't work. It's because you're not working real estate.
2: Yeah. Or, or, or you're not working it the right way, but my, my first um, year in real estate, my first and second year, I was on a team and I made 40% of my commission and I cleared 120, 125,000 that year. So it took me 40 houses and it took me a lot of prospecting and education, teaching myself how to do it and what I was doing, but it's possible first year in the business. If even on a team making 40% of your commission to make 120,000 a year, you know, that was that's a great first year. Yep. Um, so yeah, I love that. I took that away. And then the other thing I just wanted to say too um, is real estate. The one thing I love about real estate is it's also an avenue for you to work on your self-health. And I think, um, you know, a lot of times we hear people say, well, change your mindset. Well, change your mindset. Well, sometimes it's not as easy for people to change their mindset. They truly do need to do the work on their self in line with their business. So while you're working on your business, don't forget to take that hour every single day to dive into something that's going to help your mind because you can't just change your mindset. You have to do the self-help work while you are doing the tough work of working in your business.
3: Love it. Yeah, I went um one of the things that came to my mind when you were telling the story about the two gentlemen um, that had the same father, and it was the Coffee Bean book. And I think you may have done a podcast on that. Did you, Matt? The, yep. Um, with John, Gold. I
0: had him come so, speak at our event. Oh, awesome. David West, yeah.
3: Yeah. So that's a great book if someone needs to help you know motivate you to change your mindset. That's a great book to read or listen to, whichever you want to do. Um, but yeah, and and just reading, like Leah said, reading the books every day. Like just read ten pages of a good book every day. Something that's gonna to help you here comes her
0: with 75 hard plug.
3: (laughs) Well, yeah, or that, um, to help you have that mindset, you know, but it doesn't, don't be some trashy novel or something like that. It needs to be a positive self-help, you know, personal development type (laughs) book.
1: Yeah. Love it.
0: Awesome. Um, well, ladies, I'm going to wrap this up. Um, I want to, I just want to share guys this is a way for us to contribute. Thank you guys so much for being here and and helping and sharing. Um I think this was I know this was super valuable for me and so I hope the audience got got value out of it as well. Um one of the things that I would ask is those of you that are participating is we we want to teach you what you want to learn. And so um, this isn't hey just come and listen to us we want it to be interactive if you need help with hey will you say you need to make prospect and what does that look like what does your schedule look like if you need like tactical things we want to be able to adapt and give you what you need and so if you could let us know um, just reach out to one of us with things that are important to you um, we'll come up with a more formal way as we as we continue to roll this out but we want you we want your input we want to know what would be valuable to you so we can teach you what you want to learn um, and the the last thing I think that I'll I'll say and I'll turn it over to you ladies to close it out is that if if you found value of this please share it with a friend like it's this is we're just genuinely doing this just to give back we're giving doing this just to help this industry and so if you can share this with someone else we're doing this open to everyone um, we're not doing it exclusive just to this and it's not to um, to promote just one thing it's it's to give back to the industry and to work with like minded people.